Welcome to Let's Talk Family Law, your source for how to navigate the financial and legal implications of divorce, custody, asset division, and adoption. This podcast series is created and produced by Weber Gallagher. Visit us at wglaw.com. This program should not be considered legal advice. Please consult our attorneys for your specific situation. And now, here are our hosts. My name is Carolyn Mirabili, and I am the managing partner of the Family Law Group at Weber Gallagher. We're going to be discussing the new child support guidelines, which will be in effect beginning January 6, 2022. Most people ask us, what are the child support guidelines in Pennsylvania? The new guidelines reflect actual expenses of an intact family living in a single household. Presumably, a a family that makes a certain amount of monthly net income, no matter where they live in the Commonwealth, will pay the same amount of support for the same amount of number of children um, in that household. But our guidelines do not take into account that upon um, divorce or separation, that the two parties are living in two separate households. So the dynamic of our guidelines that's sometimes difficult to explain is that the guidelines apply to an intact family when we do not have an intact family that is getting support. And it also applies to the entire Commonwealth, no matter what the cost of living is. Certainly someone living in the Philadelphia suburban area is going to have a higher cost of living than someone perhaps who lives in the more rural parts of Pennsylvania. Another dichotomy that people have often point out is that someone who has a child who may only be two or three years old is also getting the same amount of support as a child who's getting, who is 16 years old. Understandably, a child who's 16 is going to have significantly different needs than a child who, who is only two years old. Um, but unfortunately, the guidelines apply the same amount of money no matter the age of the children. Another factor in discussing the guidelines is that they do not look at expenses of the parties. So regardless of whether one household chooses to save more and spend less or another household chooses to spend more, they will be getting the same amount of money regardless of what the actual expenses are in the household. When a client chooses to file a petition for modification, the petitioner is required to demonstrate grounds for the modification. In Pennsylvania, a change in the guidelines is sufficient grounds for a support modification if the new guidelines would result in a material change in child support. If we look at the new guidelines, which go into effect in January 6, 2022, we can see that there are some small increases at most income levels. For example, if you have combined monthly net income 
between $4,000 and $10,000. There is a 10% increase for one child and less than a 15% increase for more than one child. If the combined monthly net income is between $10,000 and $15,000, there is a 15% increase for one child and a 23% increase for more than one child. And perhaps the most significant percentage increase is for parents whose combined net monthly income is between $20,300 and $22,600 net per month where the increase is between 22% and 24%. Now, um, under the new guidelines, the families who exceed 30,000 net per month, there will have to be a three-step process for the high-income cases in order to calculate child support. And this is the three-step process is set forth in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court case of Panoran versus Baker. Additionally, the guidelines dictate that in high-income child support cases, it is mandated the courts to conduct a reasonable needs analysis in calculating high-income child support. This is the one exception where the court will consider the actual expenses of the parties in finalizing the support for those households where the net income per month exceeds $30,000. In addition to the changes in the actual um, monthly increases, parties should also look at whether there have been daycare increases or maybe the child isn't going to daycare anymore whether there's been an increase in health insurance premiums, whether there's been a decrease in health insurance premiums, or whether there's been an increase in any of the extra expenses relating to the child, which might be covered outside the guideline chart amount. More importantly, if you have any questions regarding your current child support and what you're paying or what you might be receiving, this might be a good time to file a petition to modify so that you can review your actual child support obligations and responsibilities. Contact um, the attorneys at Weber Gallagher to address your child support needs in 2022. I can be reached directly at 610 278 1524. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Family Law, presented by Weber Gallagher. We hope you join us next time to learn more about how to navigate the financial and legal implications of divorce, custody, asset division, and adoption. Until then, please visit us at wglaw.com.